Welcome back to the Race to a Million podcast. Um, welcome back, guys. It's been a minute. Um, a lot has happened. I think just for both of us, probably mostly for me in terms of health-wise. Nothing too crazy, but anyway, let's start out. Fantastic. Yeah. This is your host, LL Cool B, Bodie Scott, and... What did you say? David LL, Nguyen. LL Cool B? Yeah, right. like an LL Cool J. <coughs> Ladies love Cool James. <laughs> oh, all right. Hey. <laughs> anyway, um, gratitude, man. What are you? What are you grateful? Grateful. Grateful for a lot of things. Grateful for um, having people around me that uplift me, mm. keep me motivated, keep me focused, keep me honest. Yeah. How about you? Yeah, that was kind of deep. Um, I'm pretty grateful for just you know my friends around me and just grateful for freaking medical health yeah 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 it sounds like you've been having the rough of it dental and medical health are yeah so pretty much i got my wisdom was it tooth fairy a little early yeah i got my wisdom teeth removed on tuesday so that was like three days ago and pretty much it was dude i had to do it awake and they went through like four cartridges like numbing medicine so like it was just poking me around just numbing me for like an hour and like dude like my face felt like it was like freaking fat and like inflated and I could still feel the pain even though they were just like I'm like dude I was numb to oblivion <clears throat> and they were still like yeah it was it was painful so I only got three out of four removed I have to go to an oral surgeon to get my last one removed because it's at a 90 degree angle so it's not fun but anyway why, don't why, I, why is it sitting <clears throat> like that I don't know bro <clears throat> what's in you don't know what's going on in your own mouth? I mean, I guess not. I mean, it's wisdom teeth. Like, you can't really control how those grow, I guess. To my knowledge, anyway. Dude, I, like, they're huge. Yeah. yeah. I had a very different experience. I just got gassed, woke up, was gone. They were Gucci the next day. Yeah, see, I can't afford the gas. Fair enough. Fair enough. I'm not saying I'm not a pro-gas or anti-gas <laughs> guy. Oh, wait. We don't got to get too into it. Pro, anti-gas. <laughs> my experience is different but I uh, I feel for you man hope, hope it gets better yeah I mean it's getting to the point where it's like I could talk now pretty consistently it's just like the bottom level it's just sore anyway um, alright let's get into it so guys lots happening in two weeks real estate's moving yeah. fast summer's right around the corner you sound like a weatherman things are popping off yeah <laughs> not as good as Walter Kelly he was the GOAT but we'll try. Um, anyway, yeah, a lot has happened for the both of us. Um, I think I closed on my deal yesterday. Oh yeah, are you closed? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Fantastic, yeah. man. Yeah, we're just first close. Yeah, we're getting it. Or yeah, it should have been the closers club. Yeah, Welcome, it's, buddy. it's recorded as closed in the title. Um, just waiting for that funding. So like, pretty much closed, but like maybe like a day out. I, I don't even know. Just having Ash help me with that. But, yeah, that has been pretty dope, like, closing my first deal. It was kind of stressful, just, like, a lot of miscommunication along the way. So, like, that's Yeah, let, I, let, let's get into that for the people that, uh, that don't know how, how a real estate closing typically works. What, what went into your last – Yeah, how long did that so take? typically in a real estate transaction, pretty sure Bodie knows this already, but they're about, like, 186 steps. Um, so that's, that's, that's where we come in. We – we help we help you with like the first like maybe like eight or ten and then like the rest we the rest we it's it's on our part that's why realtor is important um, 
Yeah, so first things first, when you, you know, after you do your shopping, and you get your buyer in the contract, or you yourself as a buyer are in contract. So the realtors, what we do is we do all like the paperwork and all of the communication. You know, we talk to your, we talk to the lender, we reach out to the title company. I, I feel like I'm butchering this. I mean, I, even I still don't have a full grasp. It's all right. No, you're good. You're good. There's a couple of play, like key players you got to think of in closing. Um, one being the agent or the broker. Mm-hmm. Um, the title and escrow company where the funds are held, it's a, uh, a legal firm which they are given instructions on where to disperse the money once closing happens. Yeah. And then you're dealing with the lender, right? Who whatever kind of financing the buyer for your for your house acquired. Um, you know, just getting getting the appraisal done, making sure that the, the bank knows what they're getting into. You were on the listing side of that, so there's not it's not as intense as far as due diligence goes. Yeah. But there's still a, a, a good amount of communication. And then our fantastic transaction coordinator, Ash, um, helps out a lot as far as getting documents signed around and make sure everything, everything's organized yeah. and picture perfect and efficient. But um, that's sweet. How, well, how long was your closing period? Was it 30, 40 days? Yeah, about 30. 30 um, days. We went usual on the 20... Six, I believe. Yeah, something like that. So, cool. about yeah, about about a month. So thirty day closing, and yeah, for me, I was on the listing side, so it, it's not as like intense or crazy. But the communication was still there. It's just, I'm just like, man, like if this if this was if this if it was this crazy, like being on the listing side, like dude, like being on the buyer side might be super intense. Like it's just yeah, there's definitely a lot of moving parts going on. Yeah, definitely nuts. a lot of moving parts. Fantastic though, I'm stoked for you, man. First, first close. That's got to feel good. Yeah, yeah, I'm super excited. Um, I have to save up anyways for these. Like, I have a couple of vacations coming up, just with my girlfriend and you know her family. Uh, typically, I don't really go on vacations because so, I usually just work. But she's all like, "Oh, we can travel here, travel there," and I was like, "All right, all right, cool." cool, cool. But no, that'll be good because you get you got to focus on those. Uh, relationships as well make sure yeah. those are maintained throughout the course of yeah I agree your business it's just I, I didn't want to like you know I didn't want to go on vacations like without at least one to two pendings because like I heard that's the golden rule like you don't go on you know as a realtor anyway like, like don't go on vacation unless you have a pending or something like that that's what I heard so I was like I was like okay so when I was going to Oregon with my girlfriend I was like oh I'm pending I was like all right yeah why not so, yeah, yeah, it's always good to know that when you come back, you're going to you're going to have you're still going to have a paycheck. You're still going to keep the momentum rolling. Yeah. I think that's one of the hardest things um, to have foresight with um, in a business like this, especially coming from a place where like, you know, like construction where you see instant gratification, you know, yeah. you plan on, you know, oh, I want to build, you know, this much today and then you do it. You can see the progress from morning until end with this. It's the steps you're doing today are going to pay off in three months. That's kind of the yeah, I mean, rule of thumb. Yeah, real estate, definitely 30, 60, 90-day business for sure. Yeah, yeah, and so having those pendings is just kind of peace of mind. Um, yeah, and I think same for you, right? Like, you're about to go back to Montana next month, Um, End of, yeah, end of June. We got a, yeah. we got a trip planned to Montana. It's going to be really nice to go, uh, go yeah. see some friends, go to the summer celebration they have yeah. there. It's a real, real wholesome time. And then you plan on getting 
So, yeah, because you've been doing a flip right now, right? A fix and flip? And yep, yep. We're working on a flip in Granite Falls. Yeah. What um, do you plan on getting that on the market, or what's your goal? Projected date. Um, in, in a perfect world, I'd like to have it done before Montana. So, yeah, by sense. the 24th of next month, um, which is pretty attainable, I think, with the, uh, with the pace that I've worked at with previous projects. Um, we just, I just started pressure washing on Tuesday. Nice. Um, landscaping is pretty, pretty wrapped up. Um, and then we'll start flooring and painting after that. Yeah. So yeah. things are moving along. Um, and that's going to be really, really fun. Once I get that completed, um, I've been doing a pretty good job at tracking everything and recording everything so I can share with, you know, maybe I'll talk about it on, on here. Maybe um, I'll have a little presentation with, with yeah. you and Zeke and kind of show you yeah. what the numbers are looking a lot like. Of, yeah, a lot of us, like, young people, I think the flips is what really kind of uh, attract us I mean like in, in terms of like my friend group like man like my friend his name is Kevin he really loves like talking about flips and stuff and like he thinks like flips are like the coolest thing and like he also does like construction work mostly like flooring stuff but yeah it's something that he's into so I think like not only him but I feel like it's something that ties to a lot of young people I talk to I think I think flips and wholesaling are attractive to younger people because it it's requires yeah, the speed at which it moves, the margins for profit. Mm -hmm. um, but with any investor's portfolio, I think your ultimate goal should be rentals. I agree. I think your flips and your wholesales should feed into the rental aspect um, because the ultimate goal with anybody's portfolio in any market should be passive income. Yeah, I agree. Ultimately. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I think that's why it's attractive to the younger generation just because it's, uh, it's super realistic to you know to get into something like that with with little or no money down yeah no I 100% agree I think for me like if I were to do flips it would just help me fund like get the funds to help me buy another property to rent out it's because like capital right now is hard to come by I guess like I guess when you're starting out in real estate yeah, yeah. well on the flips I mean it's an opportunity in every market right yeah and I agree right now for Washington money's the cheapest I mean for most places, money's the cheapest it's ever been. Mm -hmm. Money, you're, you can, because that, that's what you're essentially doing with any loan or any bank is you're just buying money, right? And what's the rate at which they're gonna let you buy that money at right now? It's the lowest you could ever get it. Yeah. Which is pretty powerful. For yeah, you, like this is know, like the perfect time, time to leverage other people's money. Like OPM is what we call it in real estate, other people's money, and it's just like, yeah, because like you're in a in a way you're getting your like you're getting a property without taking money out of your own pocket in a sense. Because that property's gonna pay for itself, right? You're depending on the numbers. If if the, the numbers make sense, yeah. yeah. The there, there's sense. there's um there's a home run number with every home as long as you crunch it out, right? Yeah. At first you have to generate business. Um, no one's gonna just say, Hey, do you wanna do you wanna come flip this house or hey do you wanna wholesale this house that's never gonna happen at first you got to generate your business and after you get to a point where you have enough things to look at then you just break down the deal you just look at the numbers and see where it makes sense and if it makes sense you pull the trigger if it doesn't keep on looking yeah yeah I yeah I 100% agree with that um, anyway so yeah just talking more about kind of 
you know, like real estate in general, like, but how's, like, what do you got, like, in the hopper, or, like, what do you got going on about to, you know, other than your flip, you know, like, well, what else? Yeah, yeah, there's been a um, good amount of momentum lately. I had a really good couple appointments this last week um, that are leading some business. I um, look in next month to uh, have a couple listings going live. Um, so that'll be really exciting. And that's just from keeping the chain moving, right? Yeah. You, um, you you keep on searching until it's, it's a habit. That's the biggest thing is creating these good habits for yourself. Because mm -hmm. um, one thing that um, to kind of put in perspective is that there's, you see some people that have been doing this for, you know, 20, 25 years, and they're repeating their first year 20 times over, which is an easy trap to fall into um, if you don't regulate yourself, if you don't take the time to assess how things are going. And literally, for me, because, um, you know, you can get wrapped up in a day, the more and more busy you go or you get, um, there would be a lot of different tasks and activities that you're going to be able to go and chase, and you have to prioritize those on which ones are getting you closest to your goal. That's why it's so important to have a crystal clear goal or um, vivid vision, as um, the guys with bigger pockets talk about. Yeah. There's a book called Vivid Vision that kind of outlines that whole process. Yeah. But um, but yeah, there's there's so many different tasks in a day. Um, and you have to prioritize on which ones you need to get done. And if you can't get all of them done, maybe you delegate those tasks out. Um, maybe you put them for another day if they're not super pertinent. But everybody's got the same 24 hours, right? And so the most successful people are really, really good at time management. That's a, that's a reoccurring theme mm -hmm. anywhere you go. It's just making sure you're productive with the time you're given and that you're doing priority tasks. Because it's easy just to, to do the little tasks and feel, you know, get that that feeling from, oh, okay, I accomplished these tasks. But if you could only, you know, accomplish one or two tasks a day, what would those tasks be? Hit the most important ones first and um, generate, you know, generating business is going to be one of those. And so getting in the habit of just every day making sure that you're having new business come in and out is going to be monumental and yeah. just... Uh, looking at that, but 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 the assessment periods—that's um, something you know. Yeah, time blackout for myself for sure. You know, maybe it's once a day if you need it that much, or once every couple days, and just take a check in. Okay, what have I been doing? Um, what do I need to do? How are we looking as far as goals? Are those realistic goals? How close are we getting to those? And what's what's the result? What's been generated by my actions? Yeah, just taking that that into account. Yeah, I agree. Um, 100%. It's just like, yeah, once you have a clear vision in mind, you you know what you have to get done to help you get close to your goal. And even, like, sometimes I struggle with it, man. Like Absolutely. No, yeah, I think everybody does. Yeah, I think it's super hard. It's like trying to understand, okay, what helps me get closer to my goal is sometimes that's hard to differentiate maybe. Um, but, hey, maybe, maybe the better understanding you have your goal, maybe the better understanding you have of what you got to do. So, um, yeah, man. No, I... 100% agree. Um, yeah, and just getting your mind straight and your body straight and your um, just getting the overall you taken care of because um, you can't just delegate it all into business, right? You have to make sure you put aside time for, for family or your, or your girlfriend or in your health. Yep. And if you're 
you know, spiritual or religious or whatever, whatever you might be, put aside time for that. Put aside time for, um, you know, upkeep on your house. Put aside time for all those little things and make sure that you're straight with all the pieces rotated in your life. Yeah. And that'll reflect in business. That reflects in your persona and your confidence. And, um, and just knowing where you're coming from. Because um, it's not always about hitting that next deal. You know, it's about, you know, it, or, or what it should be about is, is making sure you're taking care of people. Mm. And one rule of life that is kind of undisputable, um, and not always, I don't always understand it the best, but putting your best foot forward and take care, taking care of people, you'll always be taken care of. Life has a way of, of uh, returning the favor. And yeah. People... Uh, I don't remember who said this exactly, but it's funny how people describe karma as this big weird thing. That's um, like, oh yeah, if you if you do good for people, good things will happen to you. <laughs> like that should be pretty common knowledge. I feel yeah. like at a certain point, and people are like, oh yeah, build up your karma bank. Like some people don't believe in karma, and I'm like, well, the world has a way of 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 working, and you gotta you get you know, there's just some things that are yeah. aren't, aren't completely can't always figure them out down to the numbers but principles in life that will will guide you through where you want to go right and i think it's just like if you come with an open mind or like come with like a serpent like like you like you have that leader mindset but you also have that like humble like you know like you're humble and like you're willing to help people like like that servant like kind of mindset yeah because it's more like, like once you bring value to people like you bring value to people without expecting anything back it just pays off itself and it helps you connect with people who are going to give you more than you gave them even right and like I said just don't expect anything back and I was actually listening to a, the bigger pockets like the latest episode today like episode 470 um, it was with this investor her name was like investing with Brit or something like that on Instagram and pretty much um, she's like just been networking and just going with the servant attitude and like it's connected her with like <clears throat> million dollar investors like multi-million dollar investors and and just like a bunch of clients and a bunch of sellers and stuff like that and it's just like yeah dude like once you just go out there and just say hey how can i help you then you know you'll get something in return but just don't expect anything in return. yeah being completely fine with whatever the outcome may be yeah. how are you going to present yourself in the situation how are you going to impact that person yep you know, in this moment that you're that you've been given the, pre yeah. the present, the time that we perceive, right? And be okay with whatever the outcome outcome is. Maybe that person is a complete snake and they screw you over a hundred percent, but you have to be okay with how you how you you carried yourself and your actions there. Yeah, and also like yeah, no matter the outcome, it's just like the way it affects you is up to you, right? It depends on how you take it yourself and how your mindset just kind of digests the way that it happened. Because, yeah, like, it could have been a bad outcome, but, you know, like, just don't let it hang on to you, right? Like, don't let it, like, keep draining you and just hurting you. And, you know, like I said, like you said, just be okay with any outcome and just deal with it. Yeah. And there's a, every single experience is to be learned from um, in, in which... It eliminates that kind of losing mentality, in a sense. You either win or you learn. And that's something that always kind of helps me helps me push through that. 
because people are going to get you, you know, especially being young in the game, people are going to take advantage of you, people are going to do things that don't sit well with you, and you have to think about, okay, well, no matter what, when I go to sleep tonight, it's just me, and how do I handle the day, how do I feel about my actions, and how do I feel about how I, uh, you know, what kind of example do you set? I mean, yeah, because at the end of the day, it's like, you know, no, no matter who loves you, no matter who's there for you, like, don't get me wrong, appreciate those people, but like you said, I, at, at the end of the day, you got yourself. You know, yeah. and, and like the way you carry yourself is how people are going to see you, and how people are going to treat you. If you look at yourself in a negative light, you know, like you, like your, like your confidence is real low, like your self-esteem is real low, like you don't, you don't hold yourself to of high value, and that's how everyone's going to see you. That's how everyone's going to portray you as well. Um, and it's just once you make known about who you are, what your goals are, and what you do, then I think that's how people are going to portray you as well. So. Um, yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah, I, th I think that's definitely a big a big turning point for a lot of um, I don't know for people that that want to go farther and succeed in, in different business aspects is build that million dollar mindset first. Yep. Build that mindset within yourself that you know is worth is is valuable, and then if you continuously um, you know project that, people are going to notice that, and it, it's it's crazy to me. Um, as I've kind of evolved with uh, my clientele and, 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 and brought a better service and brought more value, um, you don't have to worry about <clears throat> the, the objection of, oh, you know, why do you get paid what you do? People start asking you, man, how do you get paid? I want to make sure that you get paid because the value you brought was outstanding. I feel like a million-dollar customer. I want to make sure you are paid what you're worth. And people are going to start making sure that you're taken care of without even asking about it. Mm -hmm. And that's a, you know, a lot of people, especially on in the real estate world for brokers, that's definitely an objection that comes up when people um, take into question the, the the price of your, of, you know, or the fee of, of your what you do, the value you bring, and coming over that. But if you uh, project that million-dollar mindset and bring that value, people are going to happily pay you know what your fee is or over it you know I think that's a that's a huge obstacle to overcome yeah especially in this business yeah because in this business like there there are going to be some people who don't think you brought enough value or don't think you're worth this much so I definitely have to say like yeah like once you bring that value and show them like how you take care of them then they're more than willing to just give you that paycheck you know like like won't matter yeah, well, I mean, that's not always a bad thing. I think it's human nature to look for that next deal, to look for, you know, that bottom line cost of how you can get something accomplished. And it's it's in some people's culture. It's ingrained in some people's households is that, um, you know, never never pay full price for something. Or maybe it's not. But, um, but when you present yourself as a, you know, a key part of the situation and that if you if you look at situation with you and without you and how that would have gone differently in the change that you presented and um, you know the money that, that you made for them that's that's something to definitely to take into account if you know if, if your fee charges X amount of dollars and you go and you help this person sell their house and they sell it for a hundred and fifty dollars $150,000 over yeah. list price, over what they would have gotten, then it's black and white at that point. 
Yeah. 100% you're worth your services. You just, that was an investment that they put into you and it returned to them tenfold. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we had a guy on our team um, a week or two ago, uh, Ryan, who, yeah, he sold someone's house for it's 150, 160,000 yeah, over list much. price. Yep, yep. That would have never happened if they wouldn't have invested in Ryan. Yep. You know, and that's fantastic. I think that's 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 something to be proud of for sure. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, man, it's just well, ju- and, and with your listing, how, how I mean, how high did it go over list price? It went sixty-five over list sixty-five thousand dollars over yeah. list price. Think yep. about that. I mean, and and well, I mean, if you don't mind sharing, how much how much did you make off that? Uh, shoot. You don't have to. Like, well, I mean, I just forgot the math. <laughs> uh, probably like about nine, like between nine to ten grand. Nine to ten, yeah. And yeah. so they invested nine to ten grand in you, and they they got a hundred and six. Or what did you say? Sorry, I was thinking about Ryan's. Oh, uh, 60, sixty-five thousand. Sixty-five thousand dollar return on that. Yeah. Yeah. I'll take that investment over and over again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's just like once you have people who take care of you, they're going to do their best to serve your interests and get you more than what you actually want. Yeah. I think that's the point of just being successful and also just not just real estate, but all just business aspects or just other aspects in life. It's just uh, once you show your value, once you're helping people, like you're going to give them more than they want and they're going to give you more than you asked for. And this is you not asking for anything. It's just going to be more than you ever dreamed of. So, yeah, that's just the beauty of taking care of others and keeping in touch with your relationships with your loved ones, friends, all that good stuff. So Yeah. And I think that's the only way to progress as a, as a community yeah. or uh, as a state, as a nation. It's people helping people. Yeah. You change someone's lives. You know, you, you do that enough times. You go and help people and change these people's lives for the better. Your life will be changed eventually. Yeah. I 100% agree. Um, yeah, man. So pretty much that pretty much wraps it up. <clears throat> We're almost about done closing out. What? Yeah, just aside from everything we talked about, what's kind of like the best kind of challenge you can give them? Challenge. Um, if not, I'll think of one. <laughs> don't bet on other people if you don't have to. Um, make yeah. yourself valuable enough and confident enough in yourself. Bet on yourself. Next mm-hmm. time you're thinking about, you know, what uh, what's the next step here, take a look at how you view yourself and what you think about your worth and your value. And, and, and make that as high as you can because you can help people out and that's the goal of this whole thing, but you can't help somebody out if you aren't centered yourself. Yeah. And so with the opportunity given, always bet on yourself. Always bet on yourself because you know you can do it. And if you don't know you can do it, what are the steps to get there? Yeah. And also, how are you valuing you know, yourself and how you're valuing others is like, yeah, like that's kind of like the challenge we have for you guys. Just kind of think about where do you see yourself right now? What are your strengths and weaknesses? How do you view yourself? And do you want that to improve? And I think the answer is to be yes, even though you think you, you're, even though you think highly of yourself, you value yourself really nicely, you think you're, you're great, good looking, all that good stuff. But there's always room for improvement. Don't be comfortable. Don't be comfortable. But like I said, definitely get yourself to a better mental state. Because like Bodhi said earlier, once you take care of yourself, you're able to take care of others. Um, but yeah, other than that, thank you guys so much for tuning in, listening in on us. Um, we appreciate the ongoing support. And yeah, hopefully uh, 
hopefully we'll catch you guys soon. Just keep tuning in. And, uh, Bodie, any last yeah, thoughts? Yeah, this has been The Race to a Million. Find us on uh, Instagram, Facebook, all that good stuff, 360-631-4065 for the best real estate tips in the Northwest. <laughs> yes, sir. My this name has is... been a great podcast. Yeah, David Nguyen, 206-802-5002. And, uh, yeah, we got the dynamic duo right here, guys. Big things are coming for you guys and coming for us, so we're excited. Let's kill it. Um, let's do it. All right, see you.